What is good, Divine Pill community? I don't know if you can hear this. All right. So the coincidence is, I just finished um, doing another podcast, but I'm getting ready to go through my day, and I'm listening to Sierra in the background, and she's talking about girls, get your money. Um, They always want to holla, but they don't have those dollars. And But the funny thing is, um, part of what I was preparing for um, behind the scenes here was this article that captured my eye. And you're probably wondering uh, what this has to do with Black staffers on, on Capitol Hill. And um, I'm going to try to break it down for you here. But now that I have free time on my hands, I'm starting to ask questions, right? One of my favorite quotes by Malcolm X is, for the Black community, we're just not politically mature. And so I started to poke around and started to ask questions. And I'm figuring, I'm asking, well, why can't we just pick a young person and and pay for their tuition and get them through college and make sure that they have all the resources to learn how to be a public speaker and and how to learn strategy and take, you know, classes on legislation and and promote them and and let them work up through the ranks so that they can lobby and legislate for us and represent us, right? And um, so one of the articles I came across in that whole process was this one. It's actually on rollcall.com. I'm going to try to remember to put the link in the episode description. And so it says, Heard on the Hill. And the title, it says, Where Am I? Black staffers describe hurdles of working on Capitol Hill. <coughs> Excuse me. So it says, from sh- from sticker shock to bias, a lot can keep them away. I'm going to read through this article, but one of the things that I'm starting to notice is, and, and so what I'm starting to notice is being a Black person myself and mostly working in the church, but being around Black people, I started to identify that some of the, the reasons that we're crippled is because we our finances are not in order. Excuse me. And because our finances are not in order, we're not moving the way that we need to. And instead of Getting our finances up, we do it in our dating lives, but we do it in other areas such as this, right? There's been a lot of talk about, you know, um, especially in the Black community, you know, we call our Black women gold diggers, and why should I have to have money, and why should I be a six-figure earner, and why should I... um, have to pay for the dates and why should I have to protect and provide, right? And then it starts to go into other areas of our life. We, you know, the Christianity mindset that a lot of Black people are on, right? Poverty mindset. Let me be happy with the least. Let me be happy with less. Let me be happy making 30000 I'm grateful to be hired, you know, to be employed by Massa, you know, and I'm happy with minimum wage and less lower wages than everybody else, right? And then so we start to impose those things 
on what is supposed to be our love interest and we say, I'm attracted to you, I love you, I quote unquote love you, but I don't think I should have to pay to put a roof over your head. I don't think I should have to pay child support when it comes to our black business, black businesses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you the fluffy talk and, you know, I'll quote unquote support black businesses, but you're not expecting me to pay full price for that now, are you? Can I get a hookup? One of my favorite quotes from the book, um, Science of Getting Rich, favorite quotes, it says, love is denied expression because of poverty. And so we see how our value constructs are affecting us in things like our politics. Because we're stingy to the point that we're stingy with each other and it's crippling us. Right? Let's get into this article because um, I, I, there, there's uh, one of my favorite YouTubers was talking about how the um, congressional black staffers, which tend to be young people, those are our babies, those are our nieces, our nephews, our sons, our daughters. They're underpaid. Here it is right here, third paragraph in. Let's get into it. She says, this this article was written by Jim Soxa, posted on February 25 of 2021 at 5.30 a.m. Hang in there with me because it, it, it's right there third paragraph but I'm going to read I'm going to read off the article it says before she studied congressional staffers LaShonda Branson considered becoming one of them in college she interned for a member of the congressional black caucus but quickly realized the career wasn't for her this is a quote from her she says quite honestly I observed the lack of people that look like me I observed people being underpaid. And I think for me, just from my background, it wasn't something I could afford to do, said Brinson, who got a PhD in political science instead. I have a feeling because of the time, I won't be able to get through all of this, but that's critical. I've been talking a little bit about how I'm new to the game of chess. The first strategy that I learned was called the Tennyson Gambit. And it's predicated on the understanding that the Blacks, the players who play the Black chess pieces, are not going to protect the Black Queen. Okay? Okay. And I've been talking to you a little bit about how like Simone Sanders, right, is an example of a young person with all the brilliance, all the ambition captured and groomed and taken to, to higher heights. Because in the black community, we didn't have the infrastructure or the foresight or the strategy or the intellect to get them there. And we pounded into our young people We've got to be proactive. We've got to get into politics. These are our congressional staffers. Um, I'm going to try to find the picture because one of my favorite YouTubers talks about it. 
and she showed a picture and the picture of the congressional staffers for the for the black um ah, let me see if i can find it real quick hold on no i i already um closed it out but but i'll be able to get back to it hold on it it talks about how I don't want to lose uh, focus of what we're talking about here, but it was it was all young black people. But because in the black community we're so stingy, right? When you start to look at how the Asians got their anti discrimination um, laws, that costs money, and the community came together behind the different people who were lobbying to making sure that they had a place to lay their heads, food and meals provided for, lodging to get to the places, to get paid for all the resources for the documentation and resource and lawyers and the language that needs to go into getting that effort done. Our young people are showing up. They're interning, they're taking the right classes. Another thing, and because, you know, allow my political um, nativity at this stage to allow you to start to rethink about why we're doing certain things and how we're doing certain things and to give you a, a fresh perspective because, you know, I think that things have been stagnant, but this is, this is a, a, what do you call it when you have a block? right? You have a blockage, right? Because part of the problem that I I noticed is this is happening like as it pertains to the Democratic Party. And I'm going to talk a little bit more moving forward about how it's important for us as a Black community to be able to work symbiotically, whether we're Republican or, or Democratic. I think that one of the things that would set us apart is if we were a collective Black community and allowed the Republicans to do what they need to do and allowed the Democrats to do what we what we need to do, we would actually dominate, right? And you are free if you have the platform to run with that message and play with what that means strategically and intellectually and run with it, you have my full-blown permission, Right? Because I have come to understand that each party plays a role. And sometimes our allegiance is so hardcore to one, to the point that we're crippling ourselves in the other location, in the other areas. Right? So part of what I was trying to get at before I made that statement was, when um, the picture, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to find it and I will cite, I don't think she cited the source. That's the reason why I didn't mention, mention her and the um, specific episode, but she, um, I know she, for, for a fact, she's reading from the article and that's why I'm going to try to hunt that article down, but she posted a picture of the young people and it was all black young men and women, <clears throat> right? Cause I know we give a lot of, of flack, uh, we give we poke our sticks <laughs> at each other and we are poking it at the young people. Um, and I think that the um, young black men are getting hit a little bit. There was equal representation of young black boys and young black um, girls or black men, young black men and young black women represented in that picture. But 
what I'm trying to drill down to is I'm painting the picture and I'm laying the, the foundation is that was from a democratic, from the democratic party, right? The, I think it was called like the congressional black party, um, or congressional black staffers for the, for the democratic party. So just don't get too caught up, but allow yourself to see from a fresh perspective. My issue is, you know, we as the taxpaying citizens, we as the parents, as the, you know, aunties and the uncles who are so proud that our young people have the, the fire and the drive to get up and be the boots on the ground, right? <clears throat> Fearlessly going in and sacrificing to champion and, and to move these efforts. And we're supporting the, the, you know, for the intents and purposes of this conversation, the Democratic Party, but we're allowing them to underpay our babies. <clears throat> the same way I wouldn't tell or encourage any of my, my, you know, loved ones to go into a relationship where <clears throat> the man is not protecting and providing for them. Right. Inadvertently, that that value construct that we have with money and the poverty mindset is spilling into other areas that is crippling us. We're just so happy that our babies are employed. That we're not making sure that they're gainfully employed. Abundance mindset, it should be lucrative <clears throat> for them to defend or honor. Because money is an indicator of the things that we value. We need a lot of these policies passed. We need legislation passed to make things better. But because we're so stingy and because we're stuck in a poverty mindset with lack, we accept those conditions. That's why I said when it comes to Simone Sanders, you know, I, I, I did a podcast on her. I Did I still leave it up? And it, it it's a picture on the thumbnail. It's a picture of her graduating from high school and shaking hands with Bill Clinton. But they saw her potential and they groomed her, made sure that she had all the public speaking classes that she needed, took all the classes that she needed, understood the politics and the courses that she needs. There was an article that came out that shows how well she's getting paid. And we want to turn around and say, oh, she's doing it for better biscuits. She's doing it for better biscuits. Well, guess what? We have black people, black staffers on Capitol Hill who want to champion our efforts, who want to advance the movement to make the better place, make the system better for black people. And if you want to talk about butter biscuits, if butter biscuits, if anybody's really working for butter biscuits, it's our own people. And the thing is, it's like we don't even want to give them crumbs. 
We don't even want to put butter on the biscuits. We're just giving it to them dry. And far and few between. If we say that we value all of these things, you know, it, it's it's we're at a point where I don't think we have the authority to be jabbing and pointing sticks at people like the, the, the six judges that are women, right? And it can sound bad, right? But it, it, so here I am struggling with the feeling that, well, we shouldn't have to pay you to represent us. We shouldn't have to pay you to be, you know, advocate for our rights. Somebody is paying them. <laughs> so as much as you want to fault them, if we really want to champion our efforts, we need to raise our capital to make sure that our congressional black staffers are are being able to pay what they're worth. And to me, it's worth it for them to have be able to pay back the student loans that they have in their political science, to pay back the, the, the things that they invested to understand how politics work and to what it means for them to, to thrive in politics, right? Um, I hope that you take the nativity of this message <clears throat> because where I am and where I plan to be in terms of when Malcolm X said, we are not politically smart, Now that I have time, I have time today and tomorrow. When you come back in December, I'm going to understand how the inner workings understand and who's playing what. But at the end of the day, as I'm amassing the knowledge of who does what, at the core is not only does the collective need to understand that we need to get our money up, but we need to funnel our money into these things. And I want to also make sure very solid also, if we're going to vote democratic, we need to protect our babies because I talked about the black queen, right? Strategically, they understand that we don't protect our black queens, but what we're not doing and for you to dominate on the, in chess is you have to promote your pawns. If you want to win, It's not all about the king and the queen. (laughs) Or in the sense that you use the king and the queen to get your pawns to bishop and rook and knight as quick as as possible. You, You convert your pawns to power players on the board. So we have these, these congressional staffers, those are our pawns. And for us to give them the power they need to make these power plays, we've got to finance them. It's twofold. We need to finance the ability for them to do these. These these people who are interning, we should have funding to make sure that everything they need as they're interning to make sure that their housing is paid for, that their grooming needs are are paid for, their attire is paid for, anything that they need in order to articulate themselves. 
right? We need to make sure that if we're voting Democratic, we need to have something in place that our congressional staffers because of what, what I'm trying to kind of put out, it's right there on the tip of my tongue, but it's going to require me to paint a picture. So let me paint the picture. But you and I both know that when you go to work and you're worrying about paying your, your rent, your mortgage, God forbid you're married and you have children, what it means to pay for their school, to put clothes on their back, to feed themselves. And to have the emotional, mental strain in the back of your mind and going to work where you're undervalued, underappreciated, you're out there. And then, God forbid, let you be a woman, you're going to be getting jabs from the same black community, right, that you're trying to represent. You're going to experience burnout. They have to go there. They have to compete. Have to compete. I would expect no less. So they're getting pressure from their supervisors and their bosses and the people above them. And little to no support from us on the other side. And if they're getting any support, any type of heat, it's heat for being, in many cases, a woman, getting, you know, poked by the village members for not being strong enough and not doing this and not doing that. Yeah, we need to get our money up and we need to say the things that we value. You can be mad at me all you want, but we need to be able to pay these people what they're worth. I'm gonna scroll through the rest of the um through the rest of the the thing here. Underrepresented, right? Family money. Well, there's no one factor to blame. Money, definitely, right? I'm reading from the subtitle. If you're gonna read the article under the subsection family money first paragraph while there's no one factor to blame money definitely plays a role in how long staffers stay on the hill or whether they can get there at all i'm gonna probably label this put your motherfucking money where your mouth is Our children are showing up. They're putting in the work. They're sacrificing. One of the things that I've learned about how um, we need to have synergy between the generations is I'm at the point where I burnt my boots. I don't have the, the physical strength to go out there and face the tolls of getting up at five o'clock in the morning in these cold winters. And going out there and dealing with the bosses and dealing with the pressure and competing. 
But one thing I do have is capital. Gladly, 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 you know, gladly would give up some of the items in Black Women in Luxury, give up the cost of a Hermes bag to fund one more person, one more intern to say, use this $10,000 to pay off your rent for, you know, two or three months, you know, take care of any, you know, pay off your student loans and looking forward to if every year I can do 10,000 a year, of course more. I'm super excited. That's one of the most exciting things that I have about the investment tools that I'm in. I've learned the power of compound interest, right? And so with that, it's like, I would, I'm gladly going to look forward to that first intern where if I can ease the burden, the financial burden, so that she can go in there and focus and compete and dominate and lobby and legislate for us, it will be my pleasure. It will be my honor to get to the point where I can find someone out there who is really chomping at the bits to get onto the hill and say, what do you need, baby girl? Do you need somebody to teach you how to do public speaking? Okay, I will pay for that. Get all the hours you need. Okay, what do you need to learn about politics or how to write up law or to lobby? Okay, you need a flight to get to this place to learn or to be under the mentorship of this judge or this politician? Don't worry, I got all of your expenses paid. Paying for you to to stay as close as possible to, to get what you need. You need books, resources, pencils, computers. Charge it to my account, baby girl. Our sons are in there too. That's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the picture. Our sons are in there too. Our sons are in there too. I've been one of those voices that I've been talking about how, why are you poking so many sticks at the the black women that are in there on the front line? Republican and Democratic. Trying to do the best they can. Why aren't there men out there to poke sticks at? And I, I, I followed it by said, We're not going to put black men up there to poke our sticks at them. That's not the point. That's stupid. (laughs) Especially when you think about the game of chess. It's stupid. We put them out there to make power plays for us to represent us. And part of the reason that there's not enough black men to jab at is because we don't have enough representation of black men in these fields. It should kind of concern you just a little bit. We do have Clarence Thomas or, yeah, Clarence Thomas is one of the judges. Um, They're looking to put a black woman on there. Right? But I hope you get what I'm saying. Part of the reason there's not black men to jab sticks at is because, poke with her sticks is because we don't have enough. And so, but when I take that picture, You're going to see we have our young men there too, but they're underrepresented. And these are the same men that we want to have get 
into traditional marriages where they're marrying wives and they're not asking them to do 50-50. And we want them to be able to financially pay for their children and to be able to afford child support if that's a scenario for them. But we're not even paying them enough to, to for them to be in these in these positions. We're not turning our pawns into power players the way that they need to. Because of our our lens on money, Christianity, poverty mindset. And it's spilling over into our politics. We don't understand politics. And one of the biggest things about politics is currency. Individually, we need to get our money up. Collectively, we need to get our money up. We need to funnel our money to the things that we value. To our businesses, to our relationships, and to our politics. Okay? I am your baby oracle. Grow with me. Let's make these power moves. Until the next podcast. Power to the people! (laughs) I just had to do that. (laughs) 